Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Wednesday, June 22nd, 2022, and this is day 1556 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning in to our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you, we thank you, and we praise you. We honor you above all others. You are our sovereign God. You know all things. There is nothing that was ever done or said or created that you didn't know about. And anything that was ever created was created by you. And thank you for creating us in your image so that we could go forth and fulfill the purpose you've given us for each and every day that we're here on this earth. As we continue to add to the kingdom of God through the love of Jesus Christ. I thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Excuse me. Today's message is, You Are So Blessed, Part And we've been talking about the Beatitudes. And um, yesterday I said there were seven of them, but I made a mistake, y'all. There's eight of the Beatitudes. (laughs) And I left one of them out here. So we're going to cover the last, um, let's see, five of them today. We covered three of them yesterday. And before I even start, I want to say thank you so much for all of you who keep us in your prayers uh, for your donations, keeping T-Zone afloat. <laughs> Thank you from the bottom of my heart. We cannot do this without you. We are all, you know, part of this body of Christ, and it takes all of us to do this great work that God has given us all to do. And whatever way you contribute, we are very grateful, and I want to just say thank you. All right, so we're coming out of Matthew chapter 5, Uh, verses uh, 1 through 12. And I'm going to read them all again. It's not very long, but I just don't want, just in case you're just listening today and may not have heard it yesterday. All right. So it says, now now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. And and I'll tell you, 
to switch that, to flip that mindset, to know that, all right, when that happens, when someone is persecuting me, when someone is insulting me, when they're lying on me, we are blessed. Can you just let that saturate in your heart for a little while there? Just understanding, see, in the from the world's perspective, it's like, you know what? I'm going to get you back. <laughs> you doing me like that? That is the typical way we think. That is our default button. And God is saying, you are blessed when they do this because of Jesus, because we're letting our light shine for Christ, because we're doing his will. You're going to be attacked. But understand, is to glorify God. Glory be to God. And verse 12 says, Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And they persecuted our loving Savior, Jesus Christ. So understanding that we are blessed. Mm. All right. So point number one. And actually... I only have point number one, and then we're going to go through the five of the Beatitudes. So how do we stand in righteousness, show mercy, be pure in heart, be a peacemaker, and understand that we will be persecuted because of our stance in righteousness while living in this evil world system? How do we do that? So the first one would be, Uh, Jesus says, blessed are those who are righteous. So the world says, pursue personal needs. You know, we're, it's not about being righteous from the world standpoint, but from God's standpoint, when we are righteous, we're in right standing with God. So John 16, five through 11, and let me go there. So I've got a lot of other verses I'm going to be sharing with you. So John chapter 16, verses 5 through 11. And uh, it says, uh, 16, 5, let me make sure I'm getting the right one. Okay, here we go. But, and this is Jesus speaking, he says, but now I am going to him who sent me. None of you ask me, where are you going? Rather, you are filled with grief because I have said these things. But very truly, I tell you, it is good It is for your good that I am going away. So his disciples did not quite understand that he was going to have to die and leave. And he's saying, Jesus is saying it's for our good that he does this. He says, unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. And that's the Holy Spirit. But if I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, he will prove He will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. About sin, because people do not believe in me. About righteousness, because I am going to the Father where you can see me no longer. And about judgment, because the prince of this world now stands condemned. And he's talking about Satan and he will be locked up in hell for eternity. And then the second one. So we cannot, let me finish this up. We cannot truly accomplish the righteousness of Christ without the Holy Spirit. He is our advocate. Okay. And then we go to the second one is 
or actually this is the uh, fifth one. Yeah, the fifth beatitude is blessed are the merciful. If we show mercy to others, we will receive God's mercy. The world says you must show strength without feeling. You know how um, I know uh, boys especially have been raised to um, not show emotion. Don't cry. Boys don't cry. You know, that kind of thing. Suck it up. You're a man. And they're really not a man. They're just a child. So understanding that, that we have been groomed this way many times, not just boys, but girls, some girls too, to not show any feelings, to not be merciful. Well, Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 through 2 says, Follow God's example, therefore as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Oh, glory to God. It's like a fragrant offering to God. It smells so good when we're being merciful and doing his will. We must follow God's example as his dearly loved children. Walking in love, the sacrificial kind of love like Jesus did when he gave his life up for us. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. So uh, that's Galatians 5, 1 through 2. And uh, third, well, the, the uh, so, that, so that was the fourth, fifth, the sixth one. Let me write the right numbers down here. <laughs> so I'm reading actually, yeah, the fourth, the fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth. Okay. So the, the fourth one was righteousness. Uh, we're blessed uh, are those who show righteousness. And then the fifth one is blessed are the merciful. And now the sixth one is blessed are the pure in heart. We will see God. The world's value is deception. I am so blown away by people that just can lie effortlessly over anything. I mean, it is just, it is amazing to me, but that is the way of the world. And that if you don't know Jesus, that's where you are now. And before I knew Jesus, that's where I was. Maybe I wasn't a liar, but I was many other things that weren't about God. <laughs> but that is one, the world's way is to lie. So First John 3, 1 through 3 says, let's go there. First John chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. And, and John says, See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Dear friends, now we are children of God. And what we will be has not yet been known, but we know. That when Christ appears, glory to God, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. All who have this hope in him purify, the, purify themselves just as he is pure. Man, that is awesome. And looking forward to that great hope to see the Lord. And we are pure through him. We are pure children of God. 
because God lives in us. <laughs> All right. And then the seventh one is blessed are the peacemakers. We shall be called children of God. You know, it's so interesting. Uh, we were talking yesterday with the youth and every morning or every afternoon we start at noon and it's from 12 to 4. And we start our sessions off with a circle process and checking in to see how each person's feeling. And then we'll ask a question, let the youth ask a question or something like that. And and what is it that you do naturally? What is it that you're good at was one of the questions. And I was really surprised at the answers. I, I, my granddaughter said what she likes to do is be a peacemaker. She likes to help people work out their differences. And just to hear the youth say the things they were saying, it was just really beautiful. Uh, many times all we see is the negative about, especially about young people. That's all we see on the news is this one killed this one or that one beat up that one or this one robbed this store. But that's not truly who the majority of our youth are. That may be just a very small percentage of people. And uh, maybe there's something... Uh, for sure, there's something going on with them that an unmet need uh, that needs to be taken care of uh, in their lives. But in this case, with these kiddos, uh, and not none of us are perfect, uh, but to hear the things that they enjoy doing and helping others. So now, the opposite of peacemaker, the world says, pursue your own personal peace without concern for the world's chaos. We'll just... Tune everyone and everything out as we live in our so-called peaceful, gated communities where we just block everything out. Have you seen it on the news where something happens in a neighborhood that's, you know, that's secluded and you don't really hear much about it? They have very little crime and, and you'll hear the people say, I'm shocked that this could happen here. Never would I think that this could happen here. Well, I'll tell you. There, Satan is no respecter of persons either. He will attack anyone, anywhere, anytime. So it's not about us just being peaceful in our own little silo. It's about being peaceful with everybody and, and, and showing that peace. So Romans 12, 9 through 21 talks about how love must be sincere to accomplish God's will. Romans chapter 12 is one of my favorite chapters in the Bible, and it says a lot about love and how we should treat one another, how we should not take out revenge against each other, how vengeance is the Lord's. And God said he will repay. It's not up to us to do that. We should be at peace with each other as, as, as possible as it can be, be at peace with everybody. And then the eighth one is, Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness. The world offers weak commitments. We, as believers, and those of you that are thinking about this, listen, it'll happen as you transition in Christ and grow in Christ. All those old ways will fall away. And you will find yourself, if that was an area that you were lacking in, you will find yourself becoming more committed to doing the will of God. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 12 says, In fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Understand that. If you are serving Jesus, that is automatic. 
If you're not, you're not going to get persecuted because you're already on Satan's side. You're already his friend. And when you break up with him, (laughs) you're going to notice some heavy stuff coming against you uh, because he is angry that he's lost you. But you should rejoice and be glorified because, or glorify God because you are serving him and you're doing his will. I think about a dear sister, a friend of mine from years ago. Uh, we all went to church together, Sister Evelyn. And probably about, oh, I don't know, this may have happened about 30 years ago. And I'll never forget, first of all, she was one of the nicest people. When you look at these Beatitudes, oh my gosh, she showed all of this. <laughs> she was truly a woman after God's own heart. I haven't seen her for years, uh, but a very tragic thing happened in her household, in her life uh, that affected her household. Her one and only daughter, she had a daughter and a son, her one and only daughter who had gotten, went to the military, came home, got married, and uh had three children, was doing well, and one day her husband killed her, which is devastating. We know that she is with the Lord. She knew Jesus, but it was still the most saddest thing uh, that just shocked us all and rocked the whole church. And I'll never forget Sister Evelyn's way of dealing with it. That is what blew me away. I remember when he had to go, they had to go to court for him to be sentenced. And she, of course, she went. uh, And um, after it was over, they gave him his sentence. And she did something that blew my mind. She led that man to Christ. She was concerned about his soul. And she showed peace. She was merciful to him. Uh, She had a pure heart. All of that. After someone had killed your child and you are concerned about where he is going to spend eternity. I don't know, y'all, if that would... I just don't know. (laughs) I'll be honest about how I would deal with that. And if I would have that kind of strength. And, you know, just holiness uh, for her to do that. It just set this beautiful example of that unconditional love of God. And this was a real person that I could touch and see and smell and hear. And to see, this is somebody I, you know, fellowship with every week. And then to see that. And then she raised her grandchildren, of course. And they're all grown now. But what a... What a beautiful example of the love of God, you know, after going through such a persecution and hardship and, you know, but she knew where her daughter was and she knew the importance of that soul being saved, that gentleman, that man that did that harm. Uh, And I would imagine that he was truly grateful because he lost it that day. Uh, And I won't dwell on him, uh, but I will dwell on that love of Christ working through 
Sister Evelyn, how about you? What are you going through? I would imagine that last one, number eight, <clears throat> may be the one that is affecting so many of the believers today. These are the last days we're in. And believe me, uh, the enemy has ramped it up to try to win as many uh, as he can and to destroy those who are out sharing the word of Jesus to keep us um, distracted by the things that are happening in our lives that are real. <laughs> oh yeah, it's real. It could be sickness. It can be dealing with the loss of a loved one. It could be unemployment. It can be, you know, uh, finances, so many things. It could be marital issues and challenges, challenges raising children and, you know, conflict there. So many things that are coming at us and we have to stand strong in Jesus. We can't do it on our own. We just can't. And we need the Lord. And, and like Jesus said, he sent the Holy Spirit for us. And the Holy Spirit leads and guides us into all truth. And he equips us with the power we need to overcome the evil in this world. And to truly show the love of God to all people. Not to be a respecter of persons. Now, today is your day. If you don't know Jesus, Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the ultimate. That is why we're here. That is our mission, why we do our purpose, why we do what we do so that people will know Jesus as their Savior. And it is totally your choice. Oh, glory to God. The angels are rejoicing because you just accepted Jesus as your Savior. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And I meant to mention also, please uh, join us this evening if you can for uh, our life talk, which is we're talking life stuff using biblical principles, the word of God, and talking about life and how do we maneuver through the system of this world and live the life that God called us to live and doing his will. So if you yeah, I'll give you our website and uh, the it'll be on Zoom and the Zoom link is there on our website. So you would go to um, <clears throat> JackieBikesMinistries.org, uh, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Uh, and you'll see the link there. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And also please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. And then don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn a little more about what we're doing in the community, uh, teaching our youth workforce skills, life skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation. And we're also going to be starting our sex and human trafficking education. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.